If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question, and you want to get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. And today I want to talk about something that I see is happening a lot with a lot of narcissistic abuse survivors, okay? A lot of survivors have gotten on the post and they said, well, I'll never trust again. I'll never go into another relationship again. You know, uh, that's not happening to me again. Now, what I want to talk about in this podcast is how when you deal with a narcissist, All of that toxicity is going to be put on you, okay? And a lot of times after you've dealt with narcissistic abuse, you're going to come out, you're not going to be the same person you were when you went in. Because first of all, for a lot of reasons, first of all, when you first started your relationship, you went in with an open mind, okay? Now after narcissistic abuse, the next relationship you go into Your mind is not going to be so open. You're going to be guarded and a lot of people are not going to trust anybody, okay? And it's like a lot of people that have been cheated on by narcissists, uh, the next time, now this isn't for everybody, but a lot of them, they they take an attitude like, well, I'm not going to let that happen to me. You know, I'm I'm going to, you know, I'm going to play the next person the way I got played or something like that. And when you take that kind of mentality, you kind of become a narcissist yourself because, all right, understand this, the root problem with a narcissist, besides the fact that they're very insecure and they're jealous, is the fact that they don't trust, okay? This is this is crucial, you guys. Narcissists don't trust people, all right, because they've been, a lot of them, you know, it's from childhood trauma, or they were the entitled child, they never had boundaries, they never felt they had control, you know, of their their environment while growing up. So they don't trust people, they're anxious people, and a lot of this will be reflected onto you, okay? Where you're going to come out and you're not going to trust anybody. So now what do we have? We have a society of a lot of people that don't trust anyone. And this is why you see a lot of times people that are jumping around on the dating apps because, you know, the first notion that's in your mind is, oh, the other person's talking to a million other people, so I got to talk to a million people too. I'm not going to let them get one over on me. So now you have a society of people that are trying to, you know, they're in survival mode and they're not going into a relationship giving anybody a chance. Okay, it's really sad what's going on. You have a lot of damaged people out there and people say, well, why aren't people connecting today or why, you know, why is it so hard to meet somebody? Because a lot of people, you know, are hurt. They're hurt and they're they're taking an attitude like, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do too much for the next person because, you know, I'm not going to get screwed over or this or that. But see, 
it's like this, you guys. You Trust is earned over a period of time. You don't just give away trust. And this is the problem that a lot of people that got burnt with narcissistic abuse, so this is what happened to them. They trusted too soon. They believed words without seeing this person's actions, patterns of behavior over a period of time to know that, okay, what this person is saying is true. Not that they're just talking one thing and then in a few months they turn into another person because what they were talking in the beginning was all a bunch of bullshit, okay? Somebody's got to prove to you that they mean what they say. And the only way you're going to know that is by watching their pattern of behavior over time, okay? You don't just give away trust. But the whole purpose of this podcast was to talk about how that toxicity will All that toxicity from that narcissist is going to reflect onto you and, and, you know, cause certain, it's going to damage you in certain ways. And another way that it damages you, besides the fact that you can't trust after the narcissistic relationship, is you become an anxious and sometimes depressed person yourself. See, when you really look deep into a narcissist, I always say you want to know somebody, you've got to dive deep into that person. You've got to look at their childhood. You've got to look at their track record. You've got to look at how they treated you. They, you got to look at how they treated other people. This is how you know what somebody is. You've got to look at how they are in different kinds of scenarios when they're happy, when they're sad, when they're depressed, when they're angry, when they have money, when they don't have money. When you've seen somebody in all these kind of different scenarios, then you'll get a full grasp of who this person is and how they deal with things and when things don't go their way. See, narcissists don't do well when things don't go their way. And the other thing is the narcissist, if you really study the narcissist, you will see that they, they suffer from anxiety. How do I know? Because I have plenty of narcissists in my family and I've dealt with other narcissists that I was married to and relationships and everything like that. And when I look back on each one of them, I see that they are an anxious person. They are a fearful person. They are a person that cannot trust. And this is why they do what they do. See, you have to study someone and say, well, you know, if somebody's rude and nasty, there's a reason why they're rude and nasty, okay? Maybe they've been hurt from their past, all right? So you always got to dive deep into into somebody and see why they do what they do. Not that that's giving anybody a pass, okay? Because when you treat people lousy or you treat people like crap, you make a decision to do that, okay? And, you know, with narcissists, they don't care who they hurt along the way. That's the difference between somebody who's narcissistic and somebody who isn't. Other people can have been hurt from their past or dealt with trauma, but they choose not to hurt other people, whereas the narcissist doesn't care who they hurt. That's the real difference, you guys. And that's how you're going to know who the narcissist is. They're not going to care if they hurt you. They're not going to care if you're crying and you're upset. They're going to look at it like you did it to yourself. They're not going to take accountability. See, narcissists will not take accountability because they don't want to face shame. But all of this toxicity, now you have the anxious, nervous, untrusting narcissist. And now you're in a relationship with them. 
And what does that narcissist do to you over a period of time? Let's say you're in a long-term relationship with that narcissist and you've had to walk on eggshells. Now, all of a sudden, you become an anxious, untrusting person, okay? And what happens is a lot of people become marred after that. In other words, they come out of the relationship and now, you know, they have, they're not the same person they were from the get-go and when they go into other relationships or when they deal with other people, that narcissism that they dealt with rubs off on them and now they're going to rub it off on other people. And you see this a lot with people that have been married to narcissists and then all of a sudden the marriage breaks up and now they're in a new relationship and now they're treating the new partner the way the narcissist used to treat them because now they want the control. See, anxiety and control go hand in hand. And a lot of reasons that narcissists want control is because they're anxious people, they're fearful people, you know, they're nervous people. When things don't go right, they get nervous. When they feel they're not in control of something, they get nervous. This is why they have that thirst for control. It gives them a calmness, a sense of peace. In other words, uh, they have to be the one driving the car. They have to be the one saying, okay, this is where we're going to eat tonight. They have to be the one to tell you how to clean the house or run the house or how to do something. Because when they're in control, it, it puts them at ease because of that anxiety that they have and that nervousness that they have. Because in a sense, a narcissist is not at peace. This person is not at peace. Because if they were at peace, they would be satisfied with what they have. See, but they're not at peace. And this is why they're always thirsting for something else. They've always got to have that rush. They've always got to have that, you know, oxytocin uh, rush in their brain, you guys. I can't talk this morning because I've been running around. Um, and they need to feel pleasure. A narcissist is a miserable, unhappy person underneath, regardless of what they show you on the surface. I don't care if they're smiling. I don't care if they're laughing. If they've always got to prove something, like they're the smartest, they know better, this or that, you know, they... They, they're so terrific in their job. They're so good looking. If they've always got to prove something, they're extremely insecure. And if they're extremely insecure, you're dealing with an unhappy person. And that unhappy person is an anxious person because they never had peace from growing up. They never felt validated and whole as a person. See, with narcissists, the result of a narcissist is number one, this is, you know, what I see is people are born with a certain temperament, okay? Like babies have different temperaments. Some babies are very colicky. Some babies are very difficult to deal with. And some kids are very easy and, you know, have a very pleasant manner, have an easygoing personality, and they're easy to deal with, okay? So everybody has a different temperament that we're born with. And then our environment really molds us into who we are, the people that we are around, what we see, how we're treated. Do we feel love and validated? And, you know, a, the cause of a lot of people becoming narcissistic is one of two reasons. Either they were overvalidated and they were the golden child, or they were undervalidated and, you know, 
people never gave, they never got that love and affection and attention and a praise that a child deserves. See, parenting is very tricky. There's a lot of people that should not become, should, should not have become parents. Being a parent is the hardest job in the world, okay? And ask anybody that's really doing it out there for their kids. It is the hardest job in the world. And why is that? Because of all the sacrifice. Your life is not your own. You got to put your, you know, wants, needs, desires, freedoms on the side for your children to make sure that they are whole as people and they grow up you know, with a healthy mindset. But the problem is a lot of these damaged narcissistic people had toxic parents that did not know how to parent them. So now you've got a lot of people out there that are the result of poor parenting. A lot of times it's poor parenting. Now it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody that came out of a bad household and had shitty parents ends up being a shitty person. No, it doesn't. Okay. Because there's a lot of people that, you know, can see beyond and can self-reflect and realize, you know what? My parents weren't great, but I'm not going to be like that. And I'm not going to treat my children like that. I'm going to validate my children when they do well. And I'm going to have boundaries on my children when they're doing something wrong. Okay. There's going to be consequences so that I have an equal balanced child that develops into, you know, a mature, healthy individual. All right. So you guys, I'm going off on a tangent, but you know, it's all relative to the main point of what I'm trying to, you know, convey to everybody. All of that toxicity that you've gotten from being in a narcissistic relationship is going to be thrown on you. And another thing that gets thrown on you after narcissistic abuse is you're dealing with an insecure person. Now, after the relationship of being with that narcissist, guess what? A lot of people are, are, you know, when they leave the narcissist, they're feeling insecure. And why is that? Because the narcissist devalued you in such a fucking wicked way because they're wicked. They hit below the belt. They want to hurt you to the core. That is a huge red flag. You're dealing with a narcissist because they will hit below the belt. They'll bring up your kids, your shitty parent. They'll bring up your parents. They'll say something about your parents. They'll talk about your age. They'll talk about your weight. They'll really try to hurt you to the core. So now you're out of this relationship. The narcissist is RIP and gone. And now you're self-reflecting on everything that that toxic fucking narcissist said to you, okay? And it takes an enormous amount of self-awareness to say, you know what? It doesn't matter what the narcissist said because they were just trying to hurt me and shoot me down because they weren't getting their way and I saw them for what they were and, you know, their game was over. So now they're going to attack me and try to hurt me because now they can't get what they want anymore. You're, you're getting all of this toxicity from a toxic person. So this is why I tell you, when they sit there and they criticize you and judge you and put you down, always look at where it comes from, okay? And half the time, those narcissists don't have their shit together. They're a mess, all right? A lot of them are a mess financially or they've had a, you know, a bad track record in relationships. They can't get their act together. And here is this loser fucking narcissist putting you down, 
all right? And telling you, you're this, you're that, you're ugly, nobody wants you, you're a loser, this and that. And you're getting this all from a loser narcissist that's got nothing going for them, that was trying to lose you. So you guys, stop it. Don't, don't give these people importance. They are nothing. They are garbage. They are straight up garbage that tried to use you. So anything that comes out of their mouth doesn't mean shit. All right. You've got to build yourself up and say, you know what? I don't care what this person says. Cause they're a mess. Who are they to judge me? Who the fuck is this person to judge me? Okay. Take a look at their life. If their life was so crazy, so great, they wouldn't have to use people, but their life isn't great. That's why they got to use people. They're insecure. That's why they got to put me down, okay? They were never validated. That's why they can't validate me when I'm talking or they ignore me like the covert narcissist ignores you and invalidates you and ghosts you to invalidate you. Understand that you're dealing with insecure a child mindset that's playing mind games on you. And I just dropped a post on this where I said, you know, a narcissist is an emotionally immature individual because anybody that has to play mind games cannot be in a solid, healthy relationship. There's no stability there with a narcissist because they're unstable, because they're anxious, because they have an emptiness inside them that they're constantly trying to fill. And the problem is they're looking to other people to make them happy. They're looking to you to make them happy. And then they, when they realize that you're not going to make them happy, they grow a, a great disdain and a hatred for you for not making them happy. Like it's your job to make them fucking happy. The only way a narcissist can be truly happy is for them to be able to face their shame. Okay. But see, it's much easier to not have to go that route and just say, it's your fault. It's not mine. Or I did that because you made me do that. All right. They always take the easy road because it's less work because narcissists are basic lazy people. They're lazy people. They don't go out and get what they want and work for it. They rather mooch off other people and get whatever they can get off other people. All right. So you guys, you can't let a piece of garbage, and that's what they are, you can't let a piece of garbage damage you, okay? Don't let these people damage you. And I get so many, you know, trolls that'll say, well, they have a mental illness. It's a personality disorder, okay? Let's get it straight. It's a personality disorder. And they're like, well, you know, they, they can't help what they do. They most certainly can help what they do, because they're conscious of what's right and wrong. See, this is the difference between narcissistic personality disorder and other mental illnesses. They are conscious of when they do something wrong to somebody. And it really irks me when I see a lot of influencers that say, oh, you know, narcissists are in their own world. They're, del they're not delusional. You're delusional if you believe that, okay? Narcissists are, are laughing behind your back and smirking because they know exactly what they're doing. They're making you think that they don't know what they're doing when they do know what they're doing. They're very, they're not stupid in that sense, you guys. They're smart in a street smart criminal mind kind of way, understand that, but they are aware of what's right and wrong, 
all right? So they should be held accountable for their actions and not just say it's, oh, you know, they have a mental health ill. No, no, they're aware of what's right and wrong. They've got to be accountable just like every other fucking person that's aware of what's right and wrong. They're not mentally insane, okay? So I went off on a tangent, all right? But what the whole point is for you not to ruin your core of who you are and, and start to acquire those narcissistic traits because what'll happen, you guys, is you won't ever give somebody else a chance. And there are, just like there's good people like you out there, all right? Just like you've been hurt, there's other, I see them on my, on my Facebook, on my page, and on my posts. I see a lot of caring, empathetic, kind people. I could tell by the way they comment. They're nice people. They've been hurt and everything like that. So just like you've been hurt, there's other people that have been hurt too. But if you go out there and you go in the dating world or something like that, and you go out with a chip on your shoulder or self-love, self-love, me first, me first, guess what? Nobody's going to ever give you a chance or nobody's going to want to deal with you because in order to be in a healthy relationship, it's a give and take. It's not just about self-love, self-love, all right? And these influencers are running with this, this fucking self-love shit, all right? I'm not saying that you don't respect yourself. Th this is the difference. It's one thing to have self-love and respect yourselves where you won't let somebody disrespect you or talk to you a certain way or be nasty or you just, yes, of course you want to say, okay, that's self-love. I respect myself from not letting anybody, you know, break my boundaries or talk bad to me or treat me poorly. Yes, that's fine. But you don't want the other side of, you know, when people promote self-love where it's all about you and now you're with other people and you won't give somebody a chance or you just feel like somebody should be chasing after you because nobody's going to come chasing after you, not in this world today, okay? So, you know, it's got to be, there's got to be a balance. It's got to be a mutual give and take. And if the other person is not giving, you don't deal with them. It's as simple as that. You treat people with respect. And if they treat you back with respect, great. You got a good thing going. The both of you get it and know what it is. But if you, you're giving somebody respect and they're not giving you respect back, you don't deal with this fucking person because you're dealing with somebody who's either playing mind games or they don't care. In either event, you don't want somebody like that in your life because they will waste minutes, days, months, years of your life and they will steal your life. You get one life, you can't get it back. You can't get that time back. So who you give your time to is crucial, you guys. Believe me, I'm living proof of this because one of the biggest things, biggest mistakes of my life is I gave my time to the wrong people. And instead of giving my time to the right people, I gave my time to the wrong people and I lost out on a lot of good years. And you regret it later on. You really do. But you have to accept it and you move on. But why I do all these podcasts and why I got into this was to help people so that they don't make these mistakes. So that you can, you know, recognize who is right for you, who has good character, who is kind and understanding, who can humble themselves, who can give to you. Value people like that. 
Don't value who's the best looking, who's the best in the bedroom. Lust doesn't last. And if you're tempted by lust, I got news for you. You're going to pay later on because you're going to get attached to that lust. All right. Like I've had clients where they were lusting, you know, the guys or the girls they were with. There was that sexual attraction. They were lusting them and they were getting attached, but the love wasn't there. They were thinking that it was, you know, a love thing that they loved. No, you didn't love that person. You lusted that person because if it was a love thing, it would have been a mutual give and take, almost like a best friend got your back kind of thing, but that's not what they had. They just had a great, you know, chemistry with the person and that's all it is. Okay. And that doesn't last. And you're going to be attached to somebody like that. And you're going to be wanting more from somebody like that. And guess what? Nine times out of 10, they're not going to be the person for you because they're not looking for that. All right. So whoo, I went off today. Okay. So you guys, it's like this. Don't ever let the hardships and the traumas that you've been in destroy you as a person. Always stay grounded. And this is what I say because, you know, I'm a God-fearing person and God was the only one that was there for me when I was down, when my kid was sick. If it wasn't for my faith, you know, I don't know how I would have gotten through what I got through. And God is what keeps me grounded. And that's, you know, that's how I feel people should live. You should live according to God's laws and believe in the truth and doing the right thing. Do the right thing. But when you see that people aren't doing the right thing, then you don't deal with them, okay? Because then they don't have a sense of morals and values. And if they don't have a sense of morals and values, guess what? They're not going to value you, okay? If somebody can't have a sense of morals and values, they won't value anything. They won't think twice of screwing you over, cheating on you, playing mind games on you because they have no morals and values, period, dot, end of story, all right? So it's about quality. You want to look for quality people, all right? And in order to find quality people, you've got to look in the right places and it doesn't happen overnight. All right. It's either going to happen for you or it's not, but you want to put yourself in the right places around the right people. And a dating app is like winning Powerball to find that because the dating apps are destroyed today, destroyed with game, scammers, game, narcissists, players, people out for sex and money. 90% of the people on the dating apps are out for sex or money and primarily money now, okay? Now the narcissist's main focus is not even so much sex because they could get sex anywhere. Sex is, sex is so easy to get today, all right? But now they want money, all right? Or the other great, you know, Purse potential you have on a dating app is somebody who's already in a relationship, okay? All the cheaters, all the married men and married women and people that are in relationships that are out creeping, where do they go? A dating app, okay? So I hate to tell you guys, that wouldn't be my first choice of trying to find somebody unless you screen them inside out. It's, but understand this, 99% of the people are not gonna be 
you know, a potential partner. It's only going to be about 1% on there and you've got to know how to screen them. That's why I tell you, you're better off to meet them in other ways through friends, through club meetings, you know, uh, joining hiking groups, book groups, music groups, taking a class and you meet other people and you network and you make friends. And through that, you don't know what could come your way. All right. But even if it doesn't come your way, you still got to be happy with everything you have in your life. All right. Be happy with what you got. You got a, you got a home, you got food, you know, you have children, you may have family and friends, whatever you have, appreciate what you have because happiness is a choice that you make in your life. Okay. Certain things you can't control that have, that happen in your life, but you can control whether you, you know, will appreciate and accept it and make the best of it. And this is how you keep your peace instead of always being dissatisfied with everything. And then you're just going to be miserable, become anxious and get depressed. And it's a spiral down from there. All right, you guys. So things could always be worse. Understand that. You don't know what it is until you've been in a hospital with sick kids. Things can always be worse. Remember that, all right? Appreciate what you got. And I'm running off. So it's like this, you guys. You dealt with a toxic person and now, you know, you're going to say to yourself, well, just because, you know, I dealt with toxic doesn't mean everybody in the world is like that. Yes, 90% is, you know, when you really know it, you're going to see it all over. You're going to see it in family. You're going to see it at work. You're going to see it, you know, driving in the car, them cutting you off and everything. All right. You're going to see entitled people that, you know, are not kind and understanding, but there is a percentage of people that do have good hearts. And why shut yourself off to that? You shouldn't shut yourself off to that. Okay. But like I said, they've got to earn you earn your trust. Okay. We don't go in naive, just going by what somebody says, but these are all the ways that narcissists will project their toxicity onto you. They will make you anxious. They will make you insecure they could make you into a cheater because you've been cheated on, all right? They will could make you into a player because you've dealt with a player who was a narcissist. You know, it, it's a terrible cycle, terrible, terrible cycle. And, you know, there's some people that turn out to be very nasty and rude and will not be there for other people because the narcissist they dealt with never was there for them. So they feel like, oh, well, who was there for me? Nobody, I don't need to be there for you. There's some people that take that attitude, but you've got to rise above that, rise above that and recognize and say, you know what? I, I don't want to be like these people. I just need to separate from toxic and put myself around people that are kind and that care about me. You want you to be around people that care, okay? And they'll show you they care because they won't make excuses and they won't ghost you. They will be there for you. And what they say, they mean, and they will follow through and do what they say. That's how you're going to know who cares and who doesn't, all right? So now I got to go, you guys. I'm losing my voice. Have a great day, you guys. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, please, and share it. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? 
check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at The Game EXP123 and also on Instagram. The game EXP one two three. Okay, and have a great day. Mm-hmm.